the first and only pizza position podcast with me tonight the pie guys my italian american co-hosts reed romano manja and snoop siciliano Buongiorno. and i'm rowdy the man who has never tasted pizza join us as we attempt to answer questions like what is pizza is pizza good and marta covers her pizza with multiple toppings one-eighth is covered in mushrooms. Three-sixteenths is covered with pineapple. The rest is covered with only cheese. What fraction of Marta's pizza is covered with only cheese? So, gentlemen, what's cooking? Yeah, I got a, I got a large one topping. Sitting at 425 or 8 to 12 minutes. Waiting waiting on that to come out. Getting Otherwise, crispy you know, crust. Yeah, getting the crispy crust. Going to cut a party style. Mm. Get the party cut, of course. What's new with you, buddy? What are, oh, you, man. what are you noshing on? Well, not pizza. <laughs> because you've never had it. Yeah. So let's let's talk about that, uh, Rowdy. How have you gotten to this age and never had a piece of pizza? Well, I grew up in a town which I don't know if you've ever seen the 1984 film Footloose. <laughs> <laughs> Very familiar, yeah. That was actually originally going to be about my hometown and the the title was going to be pizza free and then they (laughs) changed it to footloose um but so that's that's kind of the situation i grew up in so this was the story of a ren mccormick a teenager raised in chicago who moves to the small the small town of beaumont oklahoma you're telling me that beaumont oklahoma was greenfield indiana fashioned after greenfield indiana and when he brought dancing to the town what actually happened is someone brought pizza to your town? Well, we're still waiting for that person. You're still waiting for pizza. Oh, yeah. So it's not quite your sister city. You're still waiting for Chuck e. Che- the Chuck E. Cheese. Right. It's like a reverse Pied Piper. There are many prophecies foretelling who this might be, but so far we're, we're still waiting. Still waiting. And still so waiting on the you... pizza pie and the animatronic mm-hmm. band. Right. Well, from what I understand, it's 30 minutes or it's free. So it sounds like you get free pizza. So instead of pizza free, it should have been free pizza, which would have caused a lot of confusion. That's a good point. Yeah. So do you guys like pizza? Well, yeah, man. It's fine. I was kidding. Pizza's awesome. (laughs) And you guys grew up with it? Like you guys were allowed to have it in your homes? Not only were we allowed to have it in our homes, but sometimes we made pizza. Did you Mm -hmm. eat it? Only in the kitchen or the dining room table, or did, could you take it in the living room on the carpet? Typically over the sink. So, mm. in, Rowdy, you're getting to a good point about pizzas. Pizza is not ne- not just uh, a culinary delight, but it is also an experience in itself. There's a culture around mm-hmm. pizza, and I think uh, that's an important to remember and explore like we're not just talking about just the pizza it's the whole experience around the pizza that we have to talk about that's right and, it's like a yeah. piping hot circle of friendship we could keep going down this path for a while but there are quite a few headlines we we want to cover um first of all i know a topic that uh you guys feel kind of passionate about uh taco bell's mexican pizza, pizza is saying adios it sure is. And I'll tell you what, for 
for the sake of the pod and my GI track, I, I put my GI track <laughs> at risk. I went and got a Taco Bell Mexican pizza the other day. Uh, I instantly regretted it. So I'm going to say that the whole adios thing at pizza or at Taco Bell is okay. But allow me to explain to you, Rowdy, what a Mexican pizza at Taco Please Bell do. is. It's two uh, fried flour tortillas with refried beans and ground beef between the two topped with uh, a tomato sauce and a melted cheese and to and fresh diced fresh diced tomatoes it sounds like right. it's a, just a, a tostada it's like, like an open face it's like a it's like a double decker tostada like a closed face yeah. tostada basically mm -hmm. sans the lettuce mm -hmm. and it's good right so this is no oh <laughs> I'm gonna say borderline delicious. No, I mean it I depends mean, on Taco Bell. what kind of mood you're in and what time of night no, it is. I don't, the picture on the website looks it. like the sauce just is just like ketchup. It's like it's, it's similar to ketchup. It's, it's like, like enchilada, enchilada sauce. sauce. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, this is an interesting move by Taco Bell as a industry insider uh, that I am. I don't understand why they're going away from from the Mexican pizza may not be a huge seller, but it's been a staple on their menu forever. And it's not as if really? they have any additional. Yeah. I, I yeah. see. I've been to Taco Bell, but I didn't know that they had this. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. For years. Since uh -huh. the inception. Now are they, do you Since think they're ditching? Yeah. Do you think they're ditching this because aren't they part of the yum organization? They are part of Yum, yeah. And are they ditching this to not compete with their failing business that is Pizza Hut? Oh. Mm, that's Pizza interesting. Hut, Pizza Hut's in a world of hurt from what I read. Mm-hmm. Unlike that's an most other pizza companies during COVID who have seen double-digit sales increases. Now, Reed, are you suggesting that at the combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell, people were like, I'm going to get a personal pan. Oh, no, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and get this Mexican pizza. They are similar in size. They are. Yeah, that's yeah. true. They are similar They're not in nearly size. as shareable. No, they're the, definitely the Mexican not. Yeah, the Mexican pizza is that's a, that's a, that's a one-man. And uh, although personal pizza is in the name that it's a one-person item, it can be shared because it's separated in a way. Um, inappropriately, it should be, again, party cut, but... Um, it can be shared because of the triangles, but the Mexican pizza is not shareable in any way. It's more of a Mexican pizza slice, right? You got, right? and you have to go after it with a spork. You're not picking this thing up, right? So it's got aspects of both, like a more Midwestern pizza, mm -hmm. uh, as well as that which may be found south of the border. That is true. Well, hmm. I mean, interestingly enough. Uh, the South Asian community is apparently uh, huge fans of the Taco Bell Mexican pizza. There's actually a petition uh, mm. close to getting 50,000 signatures that was uh, created by Krish uh, Jagardar. I'm probably mispronouncing that, but he says, this is an item loved by many, especially the South Asian community. Losing this item would not only be the loss of one of our favorite foods, 
but a piece of our childhood and heritage as Indian Americans. Uh, so please band together, show support, and save the Mexican pizza, which if you go to oh. change.org, you can find this petition. But Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple weeks ago, Taco Bell got rid of some of my favorite non-pizza items, the potato soft taco. Yeah, that was a mistake. Big mistake. Now, this one's going to take until November 5th, but th that was because they were replacing it on the menu with other uh, vegetarian choices. Hmm. And it's like, you had a good vegetarian choice. Why are you taking one away just to replace it with another? Right. But they say that this move is to help with the amount of paperboard that they use each year to package the Mexican pizza. That is, is true. That, that's another parallel I was thinking between the Mexican pizza at Taco Bell and the personal pan pizza at Pizza Hut is they also both come in like miniature boxes. Can you think of a better way for pizza to come? For a, a better uh, vehicle in which pizza is presented to you? Thank you. Yes. <laughs> uh, I've always wondered why pizza boxes weren't round. Think of all the material you could save if you cut the corners. Why aren't they round? I don't know. I guess it'd be hard to fold around. Like, it's probably a shipping situation. Well, they're you all should... die cut, right? Like, they're all just stamped out. Yeah, you should definitely be able to fold it's or like a this like an octagon more shape. Yeah, there you go. Do you think will there be enough of the of the ingredients to the for us to get through this podcast <laughs> at Taco Bell that you could go in and special order one? Like, could you just say, "Can like I a get a order?" Yeah, could I get a tortilla and then put some meat on it and then put another tortilla on top and then and basically just have them make you a Mexican pizza but yeah. call it a taco or whatever. Rowdy, you're 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 hitting on something which is very important. They could have solved this paperboard problem by just putting the toppings in the pizza inside the pizza and calling it a Mexican calzone. Yeah. But isn't that the crunch wrap supreme? You're right. You just <laughs> flip the lid. Flip the lid of the Mexican pizza and you've got a crunch wrap, right? Right. It's just wrapped up in a flour tortilla versus a fried flour oh. shell. Because the Crunchwrap Supreme is like a giant flour tortilla that they fold. Exactly. So got, oh yeah, yeah. So that's right. your Mexican calzone. That's <laughs> right. your that's your fusion dish right. at uh, Taco Bell. We're sure talking about Taco Bell a lot for a pizza podcast. Well, yeah. should we move on? Sure. Do you guys want to hear? A, you guys want to hear a pizza miracle? Sir, all pizzas matter, and I think every pizza is a miracle. That's true. At a pizza hut in a little town called. Roswell, New Mexico, not only is maybe delicious, uh, this pizza reincarnated pop singer Selena. On August oh. 17th, the Roswell police were called to the local pizza hut after a female customer Pog. ordered, ordered pizza and refused to pay. Yes? Never call the police. Continue. <laughs> yeah, right. Well... <laughs> Uh, she then, then requested, she, so she refused to pay, but she requested that the pizza be put on her account. And when workers told her she couldn't do that, she left for the with the food. She also apparently, put it on my tab. She went put it on my tab. She went behind the the counter and grabbed quite a few other food items before she left. And as she was leaving, the manager took her photo. I'm assuming for the police, and she actually posed for the photo. So when, <laughs> when the police 
saw her walking Vogue. down the middle of the road, just down the street from the Pizza Hut, she explained to them that she was the pop star Selena. Oh, so, so she was just giving the fans what they wanted. She was just voting right. for the paparazzi. Yeah, they asked, "What is your name?" And she replied, "Selena." And the officer said, "Selena, what?" And she goes, "I don't, uh, Quintanilla." <laughs> I don't Quintanilla. There you go. So she continued to tell the police officers her real name was Selena, and tried to escape once again. Uh, once she got to the police station and they started booking her, she tried to fight and bite multiple officers. Um, and then she was actually tried and was charged with falsely obtaining services, resisting an officer, what and concealing mean? identity. Falsely, what was it? Falsely, falsely obtaining services. What services? Like a pizza? I'm, I'm, stealing. I'm assuming. Just stealing. Yeah, I guess it's when you say you're going to buy something and then you don't buy it. I don't know. Oh. So, I don't know. Well, first The off, police think, think her name, first of all, is Sophia Solis. But, come on, it's Roswell. Pizza's a miracle. This is the real Selena. Oh, you think Selena just went and hit out in Roswell? Let me ask you this. How much, how, 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 uh... Is this, how do, is this how, do you, how do you think how do you think a, a pop star of the caliber of Selena would react in a Pizza Hut? She's freshly reincarnated. She shows up at a fast food joint. She doesn't know the procedures, so she says, "Put it on my account." They're like, "Ma'am, you can't do that." She's not used to being one. She's not used to being told that. She's Selena, pop star Selena does not just carry cash around. So yes, this is her. I think I think it makes sense. If she had gone missing for a period of time, I think it's safe to assume that she, that she had come back to a reality, to an experience where all pizza is free. Because the free pizza platform and the free pizza movement was huge back in the 90s. It's true. I don't know if you remember, a lot of political parties were popping up around the idea that all people uh, should have free pizza. Yeah. Universal free pizza, pizza for all. Universal, universal pizza. pizza. Yeah. Universal pizza. Universal marinara care. <laughs> it's, well, she also she also grabbed chicken, wi chicken wings, pasta, and breadsticks. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of, of course. If you're there... It, it makes sense. What when you go to the doctor, you got you get the treatment, then you get the prescription for other things around it, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, pizza is merely taking your blood pressure. That's <laughs> that's your vitals. And then at that point, you have to talk about what really ails you. So I'm not surprised that she came back uh, thinking into a world, you know, after being deducted by aliens like Carl Malone, that... <laughs> that she came back to a world where pizza was free. Yeah, I mean, she's obviously, she's a little confused even old. what her name is. She sure, called herself, sometimes she called herself Selena Quinteria, or sometimes she just called herself Popstar. So <laughs> if she's confused about what her own name is, she's going to be a little bit confused about the customs of, I, I haven't been to a Pizza Hut ever. So what am I going to do when I walk in there? What do you know? Yeah, yeah. And I've, got, and I've got 
tons of book it, book it pins filled up. Mm -hmm. You just never Ready. cashed them in. Ready and waiting. That's so. a shame. But I think it makes sense. I think it makes sense. Uh, to, to me, the stars, the pop stars and ethereal stars are lining up and saying, Selena goes missing in 95, returns in Roswell, New Mexico, not surprising there, knowing that they have some, something just fell off my counter, extraterrestrial experiences there. Uh, and she thinks that she came back into a world where uh, humanity has finally solved the pizza problem. Yeah, there's yeah. been Three pizza there, all. there's been progression made in 25 years. Exactly. It's just it's just cosmic confusion. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Cosmic confusion. It's the best way to explain it. Yeah. It's a miracle. I think this is a miracle. We should follow up on this. We should call Selena's people. Is there yeah. a uh, is there a change.org petition to free Selena? Uh, there will be later tonight. <laughs> All right, moving on. Another pizza miracle. There's more uh, of this. In an analysis of yeah. consumer spending over the last few months, uh, looking at this the categories of yeah. casual dining, coffee, pizza, mm -hmm. and quick serve restaurants, pizza has while while other while the other categories have declined, pizza has had a banner year. Pizza has approximately 55% year-over-year growth by mid-April, maintained that growth for the next several months, and finished out the week of August 16th with 64% year-over-year growth. Jeez. So it's not only it's not only doing well for 2020, it's doing well for where the pizza industry was before COVID hit. So you're selling, is if I'm following this, you're telling me that a greater percentage of our income in 2020 is being spent on pizza. Is that right? Maybe. All and I can tell you, you say, is there's a blue line that goes. He's pointing but, up for those. Yeah. Blue line zigzag. is a good way to interpret. Yeah. But blue line is, and that, that type of line chart is a good way to interpret trends over time. What I'm kind of wondering is, we're talking about percentages what kind of chart would be the best type of chart to interpret that type of data nerd it would probably be a <laughs> well it, but it's it, not it, all blue skies it, for pizza it would probably be a, because covid has also it, seen it would be, a it would pepperoni be a shortage that's right one what? of america's favorite pizza toppings has grown a lot more expensive during this pandemic nerd according to bloomberg a restaurant owner in the pizza capital of the world, which is apparently New York City, yeah, saw a rise of saw a rise of two dollars per pound Detroit. for pepperoni, and a pizza shop manager in South Dakota saw prices jump from two dollars and eighty-seven uh, cents per pound to four dollars and twelve cents. And so, with this news, the wheels of industry have continued turning, and the Los Angeles-based vegan pizza company, the Pizza Plant, here we go, has a solution to this problem. It's called do they do they? It's called pepperone. <laughs> do they? Is this a solution? Get the hell out of here with that? What's this made out of? Well, sawdust and mushrooms. These USDA certified organic, scratch-made, craveable plant-based pepperone toppings. Uh, give pizza operators the opportunity to take advantage of the trending demand and add a truly flavorful topping to their pizza menu. 
These are made from spiced tofu. First and of they, all, and they've, have, they've debuted on the pizza plant's own pepperoni pizza. If you have to use that many adjectives to describe your product, you're overselling it. Well, I will say, I have, uh, se I have seen a picture yeah. on, uh, uh, on this article on vegnews.com. And I, I will say that this pepperoni looks like cat feces. Yeah, it looks like it looks like <laughs> discs of red paper mache that have been put on the top of a pizza. It, it, and it looks like it's got yeah. more of a pate texture than anything. It does not Do Yeah. You guys, are you guys familiar are you guys familiar with those egg slicers that are sometimes found in, in kitchens where you set the egg down in the center yeah, and then you wire. pull down the handle with the wires? Yeah. It looks like Rowdy, to your point, it looks like somebody put fancy feast in one of those and <laughs> slid it down. Uh -huh. And that's what they called pepperoni. Feast. Big old tin of fancy feast. Yeah. And called yeah. that pepperoni. Oh, and I gotta you say, I've never I've never tasted a pizza, but the crust on this pizza also does not look good. Also, there's no cheese on this pizza they're showing. It's literally well, yeah, it's vegan. It, it looks like a pita. That's been sliced with with you know spaghetti sauce on it, and then the fancy what? fancy feast sliver. Let's walk this fantasy through one more time because I want to make sure I understand this. You've had pepperoni though, right? No, we don't get. We you've don't. had a. You have. had a grinder. Yeah, right? I've had you've sausage. had a Manchino's grinder. I've had. You've had what? I've had sausage. Like salami, yeah. pepperoni. I've had bologna, which bologna I think is probably similar. Do so, you consider bologna spicy? Or greasy? Well, when you fry it up in butter like I do, it's a little greasy. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah, mm -hmm. it's a little spicy. I mean, let's just put this thing to bed. Vegans, pick a lane. You can't eat pizza. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> You can't eat cheese. You can't eat meat. What the hell are you doing trying to eat pizza? Snoop, pizza pizza has, it requires at least cheese. Mm -hmm. And usually Snoop there's some sort of dairy in the, in the crust as well. As right, someone sir. who lives on a plant-based diet, mm -hmm. what are your thoughts? Because I, I got to say I value your opinion a little bit more than Reed's here. <laughs> uh, I got to say Reed's like, like 95% on and 100% for most things. 95% of the time, he's 100% right. I'll put it that way. I'll, like are, those, I'll take those odds. There are a lot of, um, I don't even know what you would call them, um, replacement products in this realm that just fail miserably. There are some products that work. Like, we have got this pepperoni looks or pepperoni looks terrible. I would not try and replicate what a pepperoni does in this world, but I think you could probably get by on like a crumbled sausage. Oh yeah, for sure. Because because the sausage itself you can spice it right. Yeah, it re it relies more on the spice, and then you have to have some sort of like uh, fat in there or oil in there to get that richness. But otherwise, like it doesn't require anything else. You know, we have a we we do some hot dogs here from a company Field Roast, not a sponsor. They're Frankfurters, but they could we be. A, but they could be. Yep, call us up, Pie Curious. Uh, <laughs> pizza, 
if you, we, we cook them here. I think this was a, uh, Rowdy, this may have been a tip from you. We, we cook them in butter uh, mm. on a skillet, and they have all of the flavors that are necessary from a hot dog. So those work. They also make a chorizo, which is delicious. I've had vegan cheese. It's horrible. Don't do that. You actually <laughs> literally have wood pulp in there. You are creating right. cheese out oh. of wood. Don't right. do that. Well, do and, that, do that. and that's what I've always wondered is I've, I've always, uh, and, and you said it just, just earlier, Snoop, I've always been confused when vegans talk about cooking. What the hell does a vegan need to cook? Beans? Isn't, isn't it all already like raw and plant-based? Can't you eat plants raw? What the hell are you cooking? Beans. You can't eat beans raw. Well, you got to soak beans, I guess, and boil them. Beans, that's a good one. Okay, you got to cook yeah. beans. Cauliflower. You ain't got to cook cauliflower. You should, though. I mean, you get, if you've ever had beef pate, you don't have to cook that either. It's so true. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah. They don't need to be making. I'll tell you what they don't need to be doing is making pepperoni. I do just, appreciate that they don't call it pepperoni. That that might be libelous if they called it pepperoni. I'm not quite sure how that all works, but yeah. at least they they gave it a name of to assure you to steer clear. And don't call it. I I do have a problem with that. It's vegan. This like this is vegan cheese. It's like no, it's it's not cheese at all. Right. It's I not very upset when they call when vegans call things by names that are already taken. And and uh, representing real things. Yeah, like mm -hmm. give it give it a name. Give call it what it looks like. Like flurp, flurp, shredded <laughs> sawdust. Yeah, yeah, that's what man. That cheese, the cheese. I'll tell you what. The cheese makes me mad more than any vegan item. The cheese makes me mad. That there's like butter substitutes, all sorts of things. Those those work fine. But the cheese, don't 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 tell me that. Don't don't bring that in here. No, I'd rather. And eat I don't like cheese than wood cheese. And I don't like the chicken when they call it like vegan chicken nuggets. It's not chicken. Yeah, just call vegan them chicken wings. What about the chicken of yeah. the sea? You can't. You can't eat fish either if you're vegan. Yeah, you can't. We're, eat most, we're pescatarian around here, so we do eat. We do eat our fair share of uh, yeah, of fish. So. But yeah, there's only with one you. fish that's acceptable on pizza anyway. That's sardines. Oh, yeah. There huh. you go. Talk to you me more. Put, you can't put tuna or salmon or cod or whitefish or halibut. Oh, terrible. What about Yeah, that's the that, – that's the, what did I say? Sardines. I'm in anchovies, yeah. Anchovies. Mm -hmm. on, that's the only fish that's uh, acceptable on pizza. Interesting. Any salty fish. Yeah. It's salty? Okay. With, with bones mm. in it. Huh. Have you never had an anchovy either? No. You never had a Caesar salad with I've anchovies seen, in I've it? I've seen it in cartoons. Yeah, but they're always bad. Maybe that's sardines. I don't know. Hey, Are they the same course. thing? They're probably the same thing. No, they're not. I, I don't think. Sardines are anchovies. And anchovies are sardines. Really? I is think this, anchovies are just a particular species of sardines. Is this like the chickpea garbanzo bean debate? They're Ooh. the same thing? How far no. do we have to go? Do we have to go to like kingdoms and phylums? It's like <laughs> it's what? like anchovies. Anchovies are to sardines as um, pit bulls this, are to dogs. 
as to this conversation is to it should stop. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Next up is a segment we like to call Freezer Burn. All right, so we're talking frozen pizza. Guys, what are your thoughts? First of all, you can freeze pizza? Yes, you can freeze pizza. So these are our hot takes on frozen pizza. Oh, I like that wordplay. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you can freeze pizza. And generally, frozen pizza is, is something to be avoided. But there are some tips and tricks that you can take a regular frozen pizza to the next level. Mm. You can take it up to the next rack in the oven mm. and, 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 and bring it on home four weeks ago. So here's what you have to do. <laughs> so here's what you have to do. Anytime that you are faced with a frozen pizza, don't be afraid to, to use what you already have in your, uh, in, in your refrigerator to, to mix and match things that you may not normally mix and match, different toppings. So Wait, are we talking about jazzing it up? Dress jazz it up. up. Yeah, yeah. A little zhuzh. Yeah. Just zhuzh it up. Like it's like uh, it's like dressing a uh, double cheeseburger like a Big Mac. Sometimes you got to take it up a notch. There you go. There you go. And it's and it's 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 the same idea. So let's say you have a frozen pizza. Uh, Reed, do you have a favorite frozen pizza? I do. I'm uh, I uh, my preference is Totino's frozen pizza. So you take your Totino's frozen pizza. I typically go uh, Sans meat. So I'm just the plain cheese pizza. That's a but I like cheese to, joint. Three cheeses. That's right. Don't be afraid to put a fourth or a fifth cheese on there. Get yourself uh, some uh, grass-fed mozzarella. Yeah, whole some, milk some mozzarella. Some whole milk mozzarella. You get yourself uh, a little bit of the green olive. I like to mm. slice up some green olive, maybe mm -hmm. some black olive. Mm -hmm. um, you want to be careful, though, not to add too much moisture. Now, a couple other tips I would like to point out. Go ahead and get out your olive oil, your, your extra virgin olive oil. Just lightly drizzle that over the top and maybe just brush it on the crust. Just lightly brush it on the crust. And then take a, a coarser salt, maybe a kosher salt if you have it. If not, uh, maybe a nice Himalayan pink salt. Mm, I like and just this. put that over the top. Then when you cook it, you're going to be able to take all those flavors that uh, – Mr. and Mrs. Totino's have worked tirelessly to inject into that pizza via preservatives and really bring them out and take them to the next level. So you've, you've taken it from food to a meal. Exactly. You got to allow those chemicals to, uh, you got to, you got to set it up and get the heat right so you can enjoy the full bouquet of those chemicals uh, in the, in the preservative. Also the hot tip on Totino's, is toaster oven over conventional oven really Ooh. so you get that crisp on the bottom slide mm. that thing in there not on a pan straight direct on the rack of the pizza oven mm -hmm. turn it to three quarters time it's beautiful is it is it molten hot inside when you take a bite well if you take a bite straight out oh if you've never had pizza rowdy then you've never had pizza burn Right, where the entire roof of your mouth peels off because of the molten hot toppings. Mm -hmm. Oh wow, yeah. it's not that great of an experience. One it's thing I would add to Snoop's concoction is uh, 
your favorite hot sauce. Yep. Yep. Whether you like don't be afraid red hot or Tabasco or sriracha, you know, just uh, the, uh, taste the rainbow. Go for it. And, yeah. And if you're going to put hot sauce in and you're going to add some seasoning, don't be afraid to put in some Old Bay. Mm. Sprinkle some Old Bay on it. I like that. These are all the salt's a good tip. I'm gonna have to try that. Yeah, these are some these are some good tips. Yeah. When, the, when now, the, the Greenfield Kevin Bacon arrives, I'm gonna have to try out some of these things. Totino's also has a bacon pizza. Huh. Now, when when you pull out your Totinas, because they come in different sizes, Reed, you pull out your Totinas. At what point do you bring out the pizza cutter? Like you know, simple eight inch pie, and you're well, home alone. What I'm buying, what I'm buying typically is the Totinos that now come in that cellophane rectangle packaging, like an envelope, because you can sometimes score the ten for ten. Oh, there you go. So they're a rectangle. So you pop that thing. So you out can have cellophane. ten days of sadness and diarrhea. Exactly. <laughs> or you know, five days of going ham. <laughs> uh, so yep. you pop that thing out, and what I like to do on the rectangular Totinos is. I skip the pizza cutter and I just go for the seesaw action with a large knife on a cutting board oh. and do the party cut. Do two the party cuts, cut. Yep. Two cuts long ways, two cuts, uh, actually two cuts short ways, one cut long ways, six slices. Oh, nice. And, and you know, and the knife will tell you if you've cooked it properly because you need that cracker bottom. Mm hmm. Right at the end there, you just got to give it that. If it's extra. gummy and you can't get a clear cut on the initial seesaw motion, you got to mm -hmm. slam that thing back in the toaster oven for another quarter turn. Yeah. It should take slightly, I think you know when a good freezer pizza is done because it takes slightly more pressure to get through the crust than it does to cr crush a man's collarbone. Right. Right. And that's, that's really what you it's really what you're looking for. A yeah. deserving man's collarbone. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, or that or that one bone that Jeffrey Epstein had broken. That's Whatever street that justice. Yeah. <laughs> street justice. Yeah. 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 Well, welcome to our podcast, Street Justice. Um, <laughs> JK. Um, actually, next up, every week on Pie Curious, we like to take you on what we call the deep dish, which this is in journalistic terms, the long form uh, segment of the show. Now here we are examining, uh, this This oh, podcast geez. is recorded in the Hoosier State. And oh. a lot of people don't realize that we are living in an embattled in kingdom. Oh, that's better. One of, one of the most popular pizza franchises in Indiana is Pizza King. Ring the king. Now, the uh, king delivers. sometimes, now here's the thing. You might okay. show up at a Pizza King and you sit down and you can ring the king. You've got a phone in your little booth. You can call in your order. It's great. Or you might show up at a Pizza King and a model train delivers your drinks to your table. What? And you might also notice some some taste differences between uh, the different pizzas. Well, that's because there's not one Pizza King in Indiana. There are actually 
a lot of different pizza kings, but there are two main divisions of pizza king in Indiana. So what? Oh, we got a war of the roses type yes. thing going on here. It gets very complicated. So the official story, the key keyword is uh, the official story is that Pizza King was in, was founded in 1956 uh, by bro the brothers Wendell and Bob Swartz. From this point on, I'm going to be referring to them as King Wendy and King Bob. All right. So the first location was in Lafayette, Indiana. And the official story is that after a year, Bob decided that he wanted to use a different business model. So he went and opened up a Pizza King in Muncie, Indiana. Now, currently... Can you do that? Well, he did. So he... King Bob opened up his Pizza King in Muncie, Indiana in 1958. And currently... These are the pizzas that are now. When this was when this happened, by the way, instead of you know competing or getting into a nasty court battle, again, this is the official story. They sort of split the state. So King Wendy, King Wendy, based in Lafayette, took about three fourths of the state, um, and that so that's primarily primarily north northwest Indiana, but also down in Evansville. Uh, down around the New Albany area, um, and and even extending just uh, just above can Delaware say, County. Can we just say Southern Indiana for those people not in Indiana? Okay, okay. yeah. So Northwest in Indiana, and a few pockets no of a few about. pockets of Southern Indiana. <laughs> uh, while King Bob, who was based in Muncie, Indiana, took kind of northeastern, east and northeast Indiana. Eastern now Indiana, yeah. Okay. But currently, King Bob's empire has 49 locations in Indiana, but they also operate the Sir Pizza franchise, which is in Kentucky, Michigan, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, and Florida, as well as Germany, Peru, El Salvador, Saudi Arabia, what? and Latvia. Now, Latvia. King Bob's Pizza King which is the Pizza King that you guys are probably familiar with in Madison County, Delaware County. Um, this is the Ring the King pizza joint. So this is, this is recognized by the sign that features the yellow and red crown with the words Pizza King inside. And the signature item is the Royal Feast, which oh, is yes. the this special blend. The heir to uh -huh. the throne. Special blend of pepperoni, sausage, mushrooms, onions, green peppers, Delicious. and red peppers. And Delicious. those pepperoni and sausages, by the way, are sliced and diced, chopped up yes. together. Crumbled sausage, diced pepperoni. Yep. Now, Pizza Wendy or King Wendy's Pizza King is Pizza King Incorporated. And instead of a franchise model, they operate on a supply agreement model where each owner buys their core products so the crust the tomato paste the cheese and the chopped sausage and pepperoni but they can operate however they want so they can use the pizza king name they can use the catchphrases logos all that which for pizza king incorporated you'll notice those stores by the the actual like cartoon of a pizza king eating a pizza even oh. though confusing oh, yeah. he's wearing he's wearing the yellow and red crown so if you see the full king, that is 
the King Wendy's. The insurgents. Right. If you see just the crown, that's King Bob's. Now, for example, some of these models, we've got a more so Okay, King. so that's well, hold on. So that's where mm -hmm. the old um, that's where the old rhyme came from then was about pizza kings. Red and yellow, eat that fellow. Red and black, Get don't back, come back. back. Yeah, don't yeah. come back. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's well, right. That makes more sense then. Yeah. Okay. Now they only have one location outside of Indiana, in Hoopston, Illinois. Um, now these, these pizza kings, you're going to notice instead of ring the king, their catchphrase is the proof is in the taste. These are some where, you know, you might have the model train that delivers your drinks to your table. Um, now, instead of the king's, or instead of the royal feast, they have the deluxe, which is also pepperoni, sausage, mushroom, onions, and green peppers, but no red peppers. Red peppers are not even listed as an additional topping. Wow. Now, some of these have become, you know, like, for example, the Amore Pizza King in Rockville, Indiana, they've morphed into a full-on Italian restaurant where you can even get ciabatta bread what? with dipping oil while Rat Pack music plays. And then the Pizza King in Evansville, their, their uh, most popular item is their Stromboli sandwich. So there's a lot of freedom, but all of these that work on this supply agreement model, they all have to get their, their ingredients from the... Uh, Lafayette headquarters. But mm. again, the franchise model for King Bob's pizzas, those you're going to have a lot more consistency. Now here's you know, Robbie. We've, this is where the, this is where the mythology of Robbie breaks down here, because I got to say for a guy who's never had pizza really feels like you got a dog in this fight. Well, that's because <laughs> I've heard multiple people say <laughs> he that, doesn't know which one that, to choose. that what turned out to be the hearing people are telling you. Yeah, they're saying, gotcha. I know plenty of people who are very passionate that the King Bob pizzas based in Muncie, the franchise model, are the true king. Oh, for sure. Without the a doubt. pizza king of the royal feast is the true king. And I will say, yes, yes. I'm I'm yeah. going I'm going to settle that once and for all. So the term franchise because he's objective here, having never sure. had pizza. Sure. So or the, he's no, just a no, white no, no. male who says, Oh, you have a problem? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, but I have a solution for Yo, you. Yo, I'll solve it. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah. not, it, it, it it's not based on anything. This is, you know, this is a, this is pure facts, not feelings. It's, okay. It's not based on anything. Yeah. I am Andy. This isn't based on anything. <laughs> <laughs> How does foosball work? King Bob, right? <laughs> Wait, King what? Bob operates on a franchise model. Well, franchise is a term that goes back to uh, medieval Europe. And so if you were granted a franchise, that meant that the, the feudal authority granted you a privilege, like the privilege to hunt, the privilege to hold a market. Yeah. Um, so another example, the, the, the king or the king in England or the queen in England would franchise government land to noblemen or church officials. Yeah, and this is the Downton Abbey model, man. Yep, they yeah. could raise armies, collect taxes, and establish their toll roads. Yeah, he was so, like, can I do this? And he's like, yes, king. Yes! So, so for analyzing <laughs> this, uh, these two different models, the franchise model and the supply agreement model, 
I have to say, King Bob is operating in a much more feudal arrangement. So to King Bob and the Pizza King at pizzaking.com uh, franchise model. The Royal which Feast. Also, which also includes Sir Pizza because you can you can go to a Sir Pizza in Latvia and you can order a Royal Feast. Which makes sense because Sir would be a lower title than King. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, here's where I'm going to flip this a little bit. Please don't. You, so you like should said, never flip a pizza. Yes. We you go deep. Slide it in and slide it out. Yeah. And I'm about to... I'm about to wood fired. I'm about to break up some some established mythology here. So as I said about at the pizza or about Pizza King, about Pizza King, about the okay. feudal system. So first of all, the established ten minutes established story. Pizza King was founded in Lafayette in 1956. That is false. Oh, Pizza King really opened in Lafayette on February 12th, 1957. Okay. Ooh. This seems now, important. They're <laughs> opening. Check gun right here. Ad for their grand opening said that they feature real Italian pizza pie and submarine sandwich. Okay, those are the two main menu items. Okay, now when Wendy King Wendy, who founded this first Pizza King in Lafayette, was interviewed, um, he said that he got the idea for this when he was singing on a show over a Dayton, Ohio TV station. When there appeared on the same program, now Wendy, Wendy, he he had a little vocal group he liked to sing. So he was appearing on this Dayton, Ohio TV station. When they, on the same program, there appeared a Daytonian of Italian extraction who loved to make and eat pizza, which was a novelty back in the 1950s. People didn't really know what, pizza was a new thing in the Midwest. And it was fascist. Mm. Well, sure. Shortly off coming off fascism, but yeah. So he said that this, this, Hence the party cut. This Daytonian yes. of Italian extraction uh, loved to, to make and eat pizza. And so Wendy Swartz would watch as this pizza maker put one together while the show was airing. So he ends up becoming good friends with this pizza expert and learned the secrets of different types of the tasty dough dish. And soon, Wendy Swartz quit his TV work and worked for his friend and quickly became the manager of one of this Italian man's pizzerias. And you keep saying Italian. Mm -hmm. He's and, a hooter. <laughs> and then eventually opened his own place, which was Pizza King, which again was opened in February 1957, not 1956. Okay. Now, here's, here's where it gets a little interesting. So the story oh, is... After, after yeah. a year, after a year, the brothers have a feud. They split up the state. King Bob opens up his restaurant in Muncie. That doesn't. That also doesn't seem to be true. There was a little bit of divvying up, but King Bob and their parents, both King's parents, ended up going with King Bob to open up the Muncie store. So the family was with King Bob, um, and at least up to 1966 when they established the Sir Pizza franchise, they're making uh, announcements about the business together. They're including both the Lafayette and the, and the Muncie Pizza Kings. Now, in 1969, remember Sir Pizza, the, the franchises 
could expand into different states, one of which was Ohio. So in, 19, in 1969, a man named Victor Cassano Jr. filed a lawsuit asking for a restraining order and damages from the Swartz family on the grounds that they had infringed upon the Pizza King trademark, which he claimed he registered in 1956. Now, it's interesting so because- his, So his argument was, it's a me. It's mm. a me. Well, it's actually, a me. Pizza actually, King. It's a my dad because Victor <laughs> Cassano- my dad. Dad, Victor Cassano Sr. had opened in 1953 Cassano's Pizza House. Um, and he is correct that in 1956, while his the name of his restaurant was Cassano's Pizza House, he also, on all of his advertisements, had a little picture of a king, and next to it were the words Pizza King. So he was calling himself the Pizza King. And in Jan on January 26th, 1957, they ran an ad that said, there are five Pizza King pizza houses. So that that is less than a month before the first Pizza King opened in Indiana. He's calling his place a Pizza King pizza house. Mm. So first of all, interesting, now the official Pizza King story is we opened in 1956, right? Why would they say that? Why would they say 1956? Well, maybe because they're trying to prove that they were there first, which could be. Could I don't be. Think they, were not, they were not, though. They weren't. Maybe you needed to send a... Cassano, Cassano was the pizza king. Here's another, here's another he was twist. A pizza king. Cassano, guess where his pizza restaurants were? Muncie and Lafayette. Dayton, Ohio. Oh, that's not important. Back when Pizza King was founded, where did King Wendy say that he learned about pizza? Oh, Mon wait, when he was Mon appearing Indiana. on a TV show in Dayton, Ohio. Oh. Okay. This man of Italian extraction who he learned the secrets of pizza. Okay, well, I'm going to put two and two together and say this Daytonian of Italian extraction was probably Mr. Victor Cassano Sr., the founder of Cassano's Pizza House, AKA Cassano's Pizza King, which still exists. All right. So, There's a lot of moving parts, man. This is right. like the worst episode of Serial ever. Okay. <laughs> so let me, let me, let me, let me spell this out. Lay in this plane. You got this. I'm claiming, potentially, allegedly, <laughs> King Wendy and his family, uh -huh. future K Pizza King monarchs, <laughs> stole the recipe of King Victor of Dayton, an actual Italian man, stole the name Pizza King, and then opened their restaurant a few weeks after King Victor started calling his Dayton restaurants Pizza King. Could it possibly be that they registered the name Pizza King in 1956, but didn't that's open until February? That's when they applied for their tax identification number. In yeah, it could be true. But here's here's the deal, though. Whether or not any of this trademark stuff, you know, the dates, that's that's all hearsay. Maybe they did. Maybe maybe King Wendy and King Bob. Maybe their family registered Pizza King in 1956. Maybe they were registered before King Victor of Dayton. The man of actual Italian extraction started calling his restaurant Pizza King. But mm. King Victor, guess what their pizza is like? 
It's a crispy, thin crust pizza featuring a salted bottom, edge-to-edge -to -edge toppings, a wine-spiked tomato sauce sliced into little squares. Huh, oh, what does that sound cut. like? And yeah, guess, what, guess, guess what their deluxe pizza contains? Pepperoni. Oh, delicious red pepperoni. Red pepper, green red pepper. pepper. That's the key. It has pepperoni, sausage, mushroom, onions, green, and red peppers, which King Wendy's pizzas don't even include the red peppers in their deluxe pizzas. You are so, incensed. The original For a man who has never had pizza, you are incensed, sir. That's true. Sir. The original sir. royal was actually King Victor's. And I will say, while who in India, is King Victor. <laughs> is the Italian man from Dayton. From Dayton, from Dayton. Okay. Oh, Not the son. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. There was a cell phone tower near <laughs> the murder site. So in Indiana, while we it's can say kings. while we can <laughs> say the true king in Indiana is King Bob and the Muncie-based Pizza Kings. Mm -hmm. Bob Muncie. The true true king is King Victor of Dayton, Ohio. Well, I hate I hate to say this as a Hoosier. But all well, evidence yeah. points to our pizza kings ripped off King Victor. Well, A, as a Hoosier who's ne allegedly never had pizza. And I also, I think it's kind of appropriate. One day I will, though. One day I, think I will. I think it's kind of appropriate that the food that we're going to be, the pizza that we'll be remembered for is a guy named, made by a guy named Bob and Muncie. So it's essentially Bob Muncie, which is like a poor man's Robert, Indiana. It's Bob and Wendell Swartz. Well, that's here, a, that's a, what, right. those are not Italian names. It's yeah. actually Bob Ross, mm. who hails from Muncie. There you go. And that's I'm what, surprised you didn't catch this, Rowdy, when you're giving your genealogical report. If Bob moved to Muncie and opened a restaurant and he took his mother and father with him, then he is no king, sir, but a regent because his parents are still alive. Oh, well, and okay, point. so that is that is actually that's a very good point. Um, Can, uh, is, is the pizza at the Pizza King in Dayton uh, called the King Victor instead of the Royal Feast? It's just called the Deluxe. It needs to be called the King Victor because that's a better name for pizza. than Deluxe for sure. Yes, right for sure. Yeah, yeah. so I, yeah, but if you want to check it out, if you're in the Dayton area. Casano's Pizza, it's Casano's Pizza King. That is still officially Dayton's hometown pizza. And that was the pizza place that actually introduced pizza to not only our Pizza King founders in Indiana, but to the Dayton, Ohio region. They did not know what pizza was until this Daytonian Vitalian extraction introduced mm -hmm. it there. Yeah. Have you ever had it? I have not. <laughs> just, just checking. I'm just saying though, these ingredients, the the square cut or party cut. Uh huh. All these pieces, man. It's a superior delivery system. The party cut. The whole point is never trust the official story. Okay. Well, this is interesting. It, it hurt. It hurt my heart to do this research and discover the things that I discovered. But yeah, I feel I, like as as the the first and only pizza position podcast, I have to report things even even when it does hurt. You know, that's true. That's that's, 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 that's journalistic integrity. Well, that's pie mm -hmm. curiosity. Yeah, that's and right. that too. Where 
Where were, what are your sources on this? Primary sources. There you go. From newspapers.com. That's my sources. There you go. <laughs> I dug deep, man. This, uh, this newspapers.com hey, subscriptions paying for itself. We appreciate it too. Yeah, man. That is some, that is. It, well, okay. Let me say this newspapers.com subscription is paying for itself. If newspapers.com decides to sponsor a great pizza oriented podcast like Pie Curious. Yep. Yeah, this is a deep slice for sure. It's always it's amazing when you find out things that you never needed to know, but you now you know them. <laughs> yes. And, yes, and they're just unfolded to you in a uh, pseudo-dramatic way. Well, it's time for, we always like to close out Pie Curious with our pies of the week. So, Snoop. Yeah, I wanted to call out uh, Lido Pizza uh, for their new... Um, limited edition pizza that they're working with McCormick seasoning on. It's mm -hmm. an Old Bay hot chicken pizza. Now, as we've talked about already, I'm not a big meat eater, uh, but I am a big Old Bay fan, and I am a big hot sauce fan. Who is so this? This Lado's pizza uses a signature sauce, their signature sauce, and combines it with an Old Bay hot sauce, limited edition wow. hot sauce, and top with smoked provolone, cheese, and grilled chicken. Sounds delicious, sirs. Hmm. That's my pizza of the week. And my pizza of the week coming straight out of the Motor City. Uh, pizza Pizza. You might know them as Little Caesars, hot and ready. Just go uh, order on your phone app and walk in, punch your code in, and the drawer pops open and gives you one of the best pizzas ever invented. It's called the Pretzel Crust Pizza. Rowdy, this pizza is made on a pretzel, salted pretzel crust, has nacho cheese, <laughs> mozzarella, and ronies, real ronies, on the top of it. And it is absolutely delectable. I'll have to take your word for that. Uh, you like pretzels? Yeah. You, and I, we know that you will like pizza. It's a, uh -huh. it's a great combination. Pizza, pizza, Rowdy, pizza is essentially a giant cracker that has tomato sauce on it and cheese. And you can eat it on the floor. And you can eat it on the floor, which I know you love to eat crackers on the floor. It's a decent way to eat them. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, the only decent way to eat them. Man, this has been something. Maybe next <laughs> yeah. week, you know what? Maybe next week I'll have a pie of the week. Who knows? Oh. Miracles can happen, as, uh -huh. we, as we've heard repeatedly tonight. Well, whether you prefer your slices isosceles or quadrilateral, you know we love you. And maybe you know some other people who'd be willing to let us love them too. If so, share a slice and shoot them a link to this episode. Well, that's it. We did it. Episode one. We did pizza. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sportsportsportspod at gmail.com. We're working on getting that email address changed with any pizza questions, pizza headlines or pizza topics you'd like a pizza our minds on. Get it? Don't forget to rate <laughs> yeah. us and subscribe. And while you're there, feel really, free to I grab don't. a mint. Yeah. New episodes <laughs> will be there every Thursday where we will ask what's pizza. It's better than this idea is what it is. Pizza. Pizza. Our parents would ever allow. We're gonna make a master piece of pizza.